Hey everyone, and welcome to OK Ringo. I'm Harrison Garcia. And I'm Edward Bell. And it is time for another OK Ringo contest. That's right, folks. After a failed attempt to find a new co-host, we are giving you all another shot at jamming your foot in the door that is show business. That's right. If you're hearing this message right now, you're eligible to be our very next brand new co-host. That's right. To enter the OK Bringo co-host, or as I like to call it, the Mo-host competition. All you have to do is call in, leave us a voicemail, letting us know how many people you could get realistically to listen to this show. That's it. There's no gimmicks. There's no tricks. We just want to know how many of your friends you can get to listen to us. Now that's unique listeners, okay? And unique streams. Like, it doesn't count if your family is all listening on the same device. Right. We need some numbers. So make sure that your grandma can listen to it on her phone. Make sure your brother can listen to it on his phone. And any of your friends all need to own a smartphone as well. And then just like that, bim, bam, boom. Bebop, nah. na 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 Bing, bong. You're in show business, baby. That's right. So don't wait. Give us a call at 303-872-0751 and tell us how many people you can get to listen to our pod. Seriously, guys, we really need the listeners to keep this going. Again, that number is 303-872-0751. Is anyone out there? Anyone? Please, please give us some listens. Please give us some listens. We're so desperate for listens. We need you. He got better because they identified that he had asthma. And so now we give him an inhaler twice a day. And we have a rescue inhaler in case things get bad, which we don't really have to use that much. And then that's we give him this like liquid steroid. Uh, yeah, that's that's nuts. Uh, rescue inhaler is the name of my Weezer cover band. So that's <laughs> <laughs> very that's important question, though. Do you cover all the Weezer or just those first two records? Uh, we just yeah, we just do Blue Album and Pinkerton, and then when yeah. people ask us to play anything beyond that, we just scuff at them. Yeah, I like that. I, I just rem- I remember people they like hash pipe. Uh, Green album was okay. I just know that was the beginning of the. Oh yeah, because that was like the beginning of their comeback. But it was almost like maybe they shouldn't have come back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there was like, it, it's sort of like the new seasons of Arrested Development that are on Netflix. Like yeah, maybe we didn't actually need these that bad. Yeah, they were fun if you liked the show, but I get what you're saying. I guess yeah. it's just like. We're in such a peak time for revivals and nostalgia. And in some cases, that's cool. But in other cases, like, there's no reason for them to be pumping, like, time and energy and money into something that wasn't a very good idea to start with. Like, Arrested Development was a great show. But the the new seasons that have come out 10 years later on Netflix are just not as good. You know, Weezer took, like, what, five years off between Pinkerton and the Green Album, and they didn't get better. It's just they just kept making not very good songs from that point on. Like, the other one that comes to mind that I don't understand why we revived at all is the fucking XFL. (laughs) They revived it because it was the greatest uh, football league to ever last only one season. That's why. I don't think it was, though. Did you actually watch the XFL when it was on in, like, the early 2000s or whatever? 
I can't remember it more. I remember there was a lot of cheerleader action. Um, they showed a lot of cleavage in between plays. Um, right, and then, and then basically they just let them hit harder than they could in the NFL. Like that was the only thing I remember being much of a difference. I believe the first time that they did it, you had to end a play on a hit, which just means that everyone was <laughs> going to get terribly injured. Wait, <laughs> what? What do you mean you had to end a play on a hit? I don't understand how that like affected. I them. don't think there was like out of bounds. Like I think you had to like go down. I think that that's where the X in the XFL came from. It was the extreme nature of it. Well, because it was basically the WW, I guess at the time it was WWF, and then it became WWE at some point. It was literally just that. It was just Vince McMahon basically started a football league, right? That's like all it was. Yeah, he just was bored and was like, you know what? I'm going to take on the NFL, and I'm going to do it with ridiculous gimmicks. And it lasted yeah, they, one season and nobody cared. Yeah, it's because it's incredibly difficult to start up an entire, like, uh, fucking sports league because there's no infrastructure for it anywhere. It's like, Yeah. Well, like, is, is arena football still a thing? Does that still exist? Oh, you bet your ass it does. And it goes bankrupt <laughs> every three to five years. It changes hands. Why? Why does it exist, though? Um, I mean, is I guess arena is supposed to be like the minor league to like really Canada's minor league. Because yeah, there is a separate Canadian football league, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's only like two or three major leagues. It's like the NFL, the CFL. Then I think Europe has some, the, their thing. I don't know what their acronym is though. It's, it's called Europe soccer. And it's called soccer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was confused. <laughs> you know, I, I think you're being too hard on the XFL. It didn't even have a chance. The corona came and took its legs out, right out from under it. Took its lungs out if you're going to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they only they didn't even get to play a whole season. I Granted, their whole season was like 10, 10 games or something, but they didn't even get to do that. But does it matter? Like, does anyone – is there anyone out there who, like, was really stoked for the XFL that, like, doesn't get to watch it now? I think it's only people that didn't like Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Those are the only yeah, people. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like, right? That it's just, like, people who are like, fuck the NFL, but I still want to see people get paid to get concussions every play. It's like, how badly right. do you need this? We're going to revive it again, and I'm glad that The Rock is the face of the new XFL. Um, just, just because I want to see him do the whole plot line of ballers just in real life. I wonder if they're going to change the name from XFL to just like rock FL. <laughs> Dwayne, the football league Johnson, uh, just <laughs> <laughs> they're going to put his face all over it. Like this is the only way it might work out. Do you think that this is like his first move to run for president in 2024? Do you think that's what's happening? Yeah, I definitely could see that he would use. And now it's funny that they, honestly, to me, it seems like a reasonable stepping stone to manage your own football league before trying to take on a country. It's more experience than Donald Trump had. That's true. It's taken a backseat to all the other like legitimately awful things he did. But in the 80s, Donald Trump did actually try to start his own football league or he was at least an investor 
in a league that like tried to challenge the NFL. And of course, like everything Trump has done, including run the United States, it, it just didn't work. Yeah, I remember reading about that one time just because I was interested in if there was ever minor league football. And like that was like the, one of the closest things that ever existed. I can't remember. I feel like it lasted longer than a season, though. I think it lasted longer than the XFL. I think it was a couple years, but I mean, the point is that it's not easy to run anything like that. You know, actually, the more we talk about it, the more I think it's actually a better idea to have all minor league sports be extreme sports. Because, like, we're not taking the XFL seriously right now, but if all minor league sports were extreme, I think it would put more pressure on the guys in the majors to, like, do their job. Because, like, how good would it be if minor league baseball, if, like, every inning ended with someone charging them out? Why does it have to just be minor league baseball? <laughs> I, don't think you're, I don't think you're thinking big enough, dude. Because, like, listen, man, I, I was a kid growing up in America. I love baseball, and I will always love baseball. But we have to admit that baseball is a fundamentally boring-ass game, okay? It takes entirely too long. Not that much actually goes down in a normal baseball game. It's essentially a game that is best watched while you're drinking and socializing and doing other things. So I think we should apply what you're saying to all baseball, including Major League Baseball. Maybe not Little League, but professional baseball. I want to see Little League. I want to see someone charge the mound with a tee. In order order to end T-ball, you actually have to pick the tee up and hit someone on the opposing team with it in the face. That would be an interesting game. That would be. Otherwise, the game just keeps going. You just have to keep playing. Yeah. Someone's yeah, going to so, die one way or the other. Someone's yeah. The other, gonna... the, other, the other thing I like is that I think that they should put um, some sort of depth charges underneath the bases. And if you don't reach it in time, it explodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, this is the XMLB or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, the XMLB. <laughs> Make baseball interesting for once. That's my campaign slogan. That actually, I mean, think about it. If there was more fights in baseball, it would be a much more American sport. Everyone loves watching bench-clearing brawls. It's our favorite part. It's sort of like how people watch NASCAR just to watch cars crash. You know, like that's the most exciting part about NASCAR. Yeah, extreme NASCAR, that would be amazing. Everyone would fucking love that. Because NASCAR proves that perfection is boring as shit. Because it's yeah. a really hard thing what they're doing, and they're perfectly doing it most of the time. You're excited yeah. when they're not perfect. So, yeah, extreme NASCAR would be amazing. You could booby trap the every, what do they call those, pit stops. Like, I would love to, you know, see fucking wheels coming off of cars, anything. Yeah, maybe spikes on the cars spikes. at the very least. <laughs> you know. <laughs> at the very least, spikes the most you know fucking just use any of those cars from mad max actually just any car from mad max put those in a nascar i mean really we should just get rid of nascar as it stands and just make it mad max i mean just like the opening scene of the last mad max movie should just be what nascar is from here on out oh you mean the scene in the mad max (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess guess you're right i mean that opening scene is like kind of like what like two-thirds of the movie yeah, they go to the place and then they go, oh shit. And then they turn around and they go back. <laughs> That's the whole movie. Yeah, it's the yeah. best you've just described, You've also just described NASCAR. That's, all, that's true. Because, of course, like the whole conceit of the XFL is they're like, what if 
you know, football was extreme. So I absolutely agree that like you could easily apply that to all other sports and it would in almost every case make it more interesting. I think the only one that I have a hard time envisioning, I guess, is basketball because it's already pretty fast paced as it is. The only thought I had on that is that no out of you can make it. No out of bounds. There's no out of bounds. My other thought is that you could make it that people in the stands could throw shit at the players on the court. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's always good. When <laughs> incite violence in mass quantity, that's always good. Yeah, I think extreme basketball would be no out of bounds, and you got to have like 10-point lines. Like <laughs> full court shot is now ten points. That's how that goes. I like it. So half half court's five points. Like if you're if you're behind the other team's three point line, it's ten points. I like yeah, that. ten I points. Because the, then buzzer beaters would be just phenomenal. Well, the other the other way, of course, to do it is that you rig the ball so that at twenty four seconds, when the shot clock runs out, the ball just explodes. You have a thing with exploding athletes. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is make millionaires flammable again. <laughs> if we do release this, I'm going to sound like a terrible, terrible person. But for comedic purposes, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you get canceled, that means you got listeners, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally, man. Totally. If 10 years from now, like I am lucky enough to get successful but then get canceled because of this segment right here they will all have been worth it Ed. yeah that's really the true mark of when you've made it is when people go and see your fucking shitty self-produced podcasts from a decade earlier <laughs> <laughs> it is true i mean like, there's no sport that wouldn't be improved by making it like slightly more extreme you know no sport no sport i mean you think hockey was tough before let's make it tougher you know, you can fucking you can take the blade off, off of your skate and hit someone with it. That is acceptable. Now. Yeah, I don't see why they need helmets in hockey. That seems redundant. No, God, what are you trying to be reading books and shit? Uh-uh. You just go play <laughs> hockey. I mean, let's let's be honest. Hockey is already a pretty extreme sport. It's, it's so extreme. It's, it's, it's the only one where fighting is basically openly condoned. <laughs> it's so extreme. It's and it, I don't know if you've ever seen minor league hockey. It's extreme and sad. I don't know if I, I've seen like I've seen like college hockey. Um, I grew up not far from West Point, and I did go to a couple like Army Navy like hockey games. Um, what is is there an actual like proper minor leagues for the NHL? Um, I don't know what the hell it would be called, but there definitely is. I there's just a lot of minor like any city that doesn't have a, a hockey like a major hockey team has a fucking minor league hockey team because I think it's easy to maintain because you can right. just thaw the rink out or whatever the fuck they do with it in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. They free freeze it every time I think. Yeah, but yeah totally. it's uh it's interesting because it's guys that really wish they were in the NHL and playing like they think they're going to get picked to go into the NHL. Right, right. Yeah. Like if they're good enough that they'll get picked, which if we're going to be honest, I mean, that's all like most local comedy scenes are, too. You know, it's people <laughs> who are all kidding themselves into thinking that like if they get real good at their dick jokes that they'll like move on to the next I realize this is the two different segments, but you just you just ruined comedy and Elvis for me. 
maybe maybe that's really what the 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 theme of this podcast truly is. It's me just ruining shit for you. <laughs> yeah, they have a show called that already. Yeah, that's Adam ruins everything. You already you're too late to be cynical. Somebody already beat you to it. And <laughs> honestly, I think his glasses cost more. I'm just gonna say. It. No, you're totally right. Like I think if there's a guy that like whether consciously or not I'm, I'm trying to emulate like with what i do on stage and in general it is probably adam conover from adam Rouge everything i think you're i think you're pretty right about that that is fucking that's a great realization you need you're going to be the next him you're in line yeah yeah I, i'm going to do the exact same show it's just literally going to be harrison ruins everything and it's just going to be me just doing what i normally do just just talking about how pop music all sucks Right. Harrison bums everybody out again. Fucking <laughs> Oh shit. God, that's so accurate. <laughs> Back to living normal life that there'll be a few straggling like weird comics that are still insistent on doing zoom shows oh i'm sure there will be <laughs> i have i, have, I just yeah, keep on yeah. thinking about the person that like flourished during the zoom era and now is like come on let's still do shows on you know conference call <sighs> yeah <it's, laughs> nobody's really talked about that you're right we have not considered. We've not considered that there's going to be like Zoom holdouts who aren't going to want to like leave their house, but will insist on still having like unique entertainment to them. Oh my god, dude! This might actually be the most horrifying part of this. Right, because at first it'll be like people that are just seeming like they're being trying to seem reasonable about holding out. They're like, you know, strep throat affects tons of people here or whatever, and then eventually it'll just be like, no, I just like Zoom. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I truly had not considered that there are gonna be people who because they deep down do not want to leave their house will just hold out for Zoom as long as they can. And the most fucked up part about it is they'll live in their own like literal bubbles of society. So they oh no. Oh dude, we're screwed. It's gonna be so bad. Agoraphobic comedy? Come on, it's the new wave, baby. <laughs> agoraphobic comedy honestly man i'm buying that domain right now <laughs> you should it's gonna I'm be gonna an make, app. i'm gonna make so much money on this holy shit all right so this has been fun dude but i don't need this podcast anymore i'm good we just keep inventing shit yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna buy this website i'm gonna sell it in two years i'm gonna immediately buy all the bitcoin and then that'll be that you ever, you ever fuck with Bitcoin? Did you ever get into Bitcoin? No, I don't really understand how it works. I mean, I don't understand oh, how like regular no, trading works. Nobody really, understands. But... Nobody understands how Bitcoin works. Yeah, because even regular trading doesn't really like make any sense. Like most stocks and bonds and shit isn't really real money. It's like all imaginary. Yeah, like when they injected all that money into the stock market, I was like, what? That just clearly shows that money's made up because they're like, it lost all this money. And then they're like, no, it didn't. Yeah, no, we're good. They're like, we're good. We're just going to cross that off. Yeah, like one dude in the treasury is like, nah, it's chill. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys kidding? Yeah, it's either money's not real or they were stockpiling money. I don't get it at all. It doesn't make sense to me. Money is both not real and also they're stockpiling it at the same time. It's fucking crazy. 
Um, yeah, I, I bought $20 of Bitcoin while I was drunk with a friend once because they talked me into it. And uh, it's worth like $3 now, like two years later. I don't, I don't understand what happened. Right. But there was a time you could have sold that for upwards of $100. <laughs> yeah. If I had bought it like five years earlier, I could have sold it for a little more. Yeah. I, I thought at least like a while when it first came out, I thought you'd go like dark web, like really VPN on VPN to buy it. But now I, I know there's like apps that like help you buy it or whatever. Well, it's almost the opposite of what you've just described. Like Bitcoin is almost designed to be used on like the dark web VPN kind of shit. Like the whole point is that it's currency that is used without any like tie to it. So it's not that it's like, it's not that you need something like that to use it, but it's actually designed for you to use it on those things because you can't, I guess, fully trace it, even though you probably could if you wanted to. People buy drugs with it on Silk Road is basically the deal. Gotcha. So you said it's worth like three bucks. How many handguns is it worth? A lot. I mean, I don't, it, well, it fluctuates all the time though. Like it, it changes a lot. Like I, I think the problem is I bought it at like the, like when it was particularly high. Like I didn't buy the low period. Like the people who made money on it bought it when it was super low and then it like ballooned. I bought it when it was ballooned. So that money was totally useless. Like it had nowhere to go but down, you know? Um, right. Which is what happens when you make financial decisions while drinking a brewery. Uh, yeah. like, I love that. You think you're getting smarter throughout the night? Oh, man. I mean, that's, that's just what substances do to you. They make you feel better and smarter about yourself when you're actually actively getting the opposite. Yeah, uh, that's true. Even all the substances that have made me cry while doing it, I felt smarter and better. <laughs> What substances make you cry? What have you gotten into, dude? Jesus. Um, I don't know. Haven't you had like a bad acid trip or something? All of yours have been good. You, the fucking grumpy cat. <laughs> um, I've had some weird ones. I've had some weird ones. I remember being in high school and doing acid and like trying to jam with my friends and like somehow like we couldn't even get like the amps to like function properly. Well, that's because you were in high school and you sucked at music. Because I took acid when I was in college, like deep into music school. And yeah, the music was terrible, but oh, we made it. It happened. Um, you should just change your comedy bio. So I, <laughs> I took acid deep into college, deep into music school. <laughs> 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 I think that it would prepare them for your set. Yeah, no, I think you're right about that. I had a guitar teacher once tell me, that like drugs have their place, but it's hard to get any like work done on them. And that's probably the best advice I've ever gotten. Yeah, I agree with that. It's more for like broadening your perspective, but it's not like you're necessarily going to work well on them. Yeah, I very rarely work well on any kind of drug. You know? what, is, what do you think is an appropriate age for a first psychedelic trip? I mean, I'm curious like how you were doing acid in high schools. Like I, I did acid for the first time when I was 18. Uh, and, yeah, that's a good age. That's <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like the the actual like official answer is they say that your brain isn't fully developed till you're about twenty five. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that, that's true. Um, how was I doing acid in high school? I I lived in a small town that had a college, and it all I went to school with a bunch of like professors' kids, so they're all really uh, smart. 
and sad about it. So, <laughs> have you done acid a lot as an adult? Uh, no, honestly, I've only done it like four times in my life because I, I mean, I'm only like 90% sure what I did all four times was acid, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Could it have was been some weird some research chemicals. Yeah. Dude, I love research chemicals, man. I'm a big fan. Such a big <laughs> <laughs> They were oh, only God, around not... for a couple years. And those couple years, when they came around, were fantastic. It was, I don't know. I mean, I, I was very young when they were floating around. So I was all about everything. But I don't think I would do research chemicals as a fully actualized adult. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems risky. You don't know what it is. Well, Some guy made it with this chemistry. What's the that... risk? <laughs> when, when it doesn't even have a name. I just want generations of people testing it before me, I guess. I want to see the long-term studies. I think you're, I think you're living your life scared, Ed. You got you to gotta get out there sometimes, <laughs> dude. I mean, I'm not saying that like we should huff paint. But, you know, if a dude that I if knew... A type did, of pie. Yeah, if, I, if a dude that I knew who did drugs was like, Hey man, this is the good shit. And I trusted that guy. Like if you, you know, as my good friend, if you came to me and you're like, Hey man, I tried this shit and this is the good shit. I would do it with like no questions asked. <laughs> Huffing paint and research chemicals. The first album by Harrison Garcia. No, no, not Huffing paint. It's just <laughs> called research chemicals. All right. It's called sure. research chemicals that a guy I trust recommended to me. <laughs> That's like one of those like good track names where that's too long, like it's a Fallout Boy song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure that's a lost Fallout Boy album. <laughs> that's definitely a Fallout Boy B B side. Fucking Fallout Boy, dude! Did you see that? Uh, what's his name is rejoining Blink One Eighty Two. No, I didn't see that. So is the other guy out? Is Matt Skiba uh, out then? Uh, apparently, Matt Skiba from the Alkaline Trio is out, and. Uh, uh, Tom DeLong, right, is back in. Or the other guy. Uh, no, the guy Tom that likes DeLong. aliens. The guy that likes Tom aliens DeLong. is back. Yeah. yeah. Well, the government now says he was right about some stuff, so that makes me question everything. He's been right the whole time, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm now a, a Tom DeLong truther. Yeah, dude. I'll be honest. I mean, like, the Tom DeLong uh, episode of Joe Rogan's probably the best podcasting we've ever gotten. Oh, absolutely. And that's because he's doing mental gymnastics to try to like steer <laughs> Tom into a direction, just any direction at all. Keep him focused. Yeah, and he won't do it. And it's great. Literally, like every every other word in a Jorgen's mouth is like, wait, wait, what? Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. Wait, what? And it's just him talking about all the just insane shit with like such serious conviction that either it totally happened or at the very least i believe he believes it oh absolutely he definitely believes it there was no no <laughs> acting class could teach what i was seeing on that video yeah it's it's pretty fantastic dude i wish i had that much confidence in anything i don't believe in anything as hard as the dude from like 182 believes in aliens it's true, and he's been believing it for a long time because Aliens Exist is like a very old Blink song. Yeah, that was on what, the first record? Yeah, first or second. Yeah, he knows the deal. I mean, I like to think that Aliens Exist, but I just, I'm not sure. 
And that's the thing about him is like, it's not even that like, when I don't even like care whether he's right or not, like he is so clearly 100% behind it. Like with a lot of people, you can tell they're lying. Like when Donald Trump says things, you can tell he's lying. But like the difference with 82, like, firmly believes what he's saying is true <laughs> that that's what kind of creeps me out the most about it yeah yeah it's uh, did you see uh, the interview joe rogan did with uh travis barker because travis barker talks about alien hunting with tom and that's even even funnier to think about having somebody ask you to go alien hunting what the fuck is that i had the same level of passion as tom along from 82 and I was like, hey, man, we got to go find these aliens. Would you do it? A hundred percent. But just because I would want <laughs> to know what that meant. <laughs> just out of morbid curiosity, like not out of like any source of like friendship or altruism, like just because you want the story. Is that what you're telling me? I'm just curious. Yeah, exactly. I'm I would just be like, what do I need to bring? Do I have to have my own telescope? How does this work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if I really got into it, I, I bet I I bet I would have all those answers for you, but I'm not sure. Um, speaking of Joe Rogan and Spotify, did you see that the the fact that he did not release all of his back catalog, that he suppressed some of the more conservative episodes, that that actually caused like a four billion dollar like stock decrease in Spotify or some shit? I did see that. Is any of that surprising to you? No, I, it said that they lost like 6% of their value or something. And I was like, that's crazy that only that small percentage of Spotify was used by super conservative people. Spotify is a great example of what I don't fucking understand. How is that worth money? I don't, I don't understand at all. Yeah, no one gets it. Not, Joe Rogan barely understands it. And he's the one casting the checks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was hilarious that uh, they suppressed all the super conservative episodes or what they deem conservative, which is just every episode of Uncle Joey and or Brian Redman. The interesting part is it wasn't just conservative. It was fully anything that would be considered controversial. So like even Chris D'Elia's old episodes did not make it onto Spotify. Wait, what's wrong with Chris D'Elia? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Lee is the greatest comedian of all time. He was never at any point a hack or unfunny. And he never actually, uh, you know, molested any underage girls. And it's okay. okay. It's all okay. Whew. I was worried. I was going to go see him and Brian Callen soon. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm really, I mean, are you excited? Are you excited to watch this Louis C.K. special that's coming out? What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I, I thought it just came out. I thought it was yeah. already out. Yeah, do you want to you want to do an entire episode about like watching old episodes of the Cosby Show or like what the fuck are we doing here, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. A podcast <laughs> devoted to <laughs> rewatching the Cosby Show with the knowledge we now have. <laughs> oh my god, we've been wasting our time doing anything other than that. God, that's such a good hook. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, you'd have to nail the name for it to for it to really sell, but that is that is an idea, folks. That is what two, we're doing. Two, two words. Here's my pitch for the name. Two words. Puddin' pop. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Puddin' pop. The the Bill Cosby podcast, and Jesus. it's hosted by two white guys who go back and rewatch the episodes of the Cosby. <laughs> 
knowing what we know now. Oh my god, dude, we'd be the most popular and most hated podcast on the internet. Oh my, we would make NPR. That's for sure. We'd finally get that credit. Oh hell yeah, dude! Jerry Gross is going to interview the shit out of us for this. Oh man, I love that. I mean, I hate that, but I love that. Someone else, if you guys want to take that. You can have it. Yeah, that's for that's for public use. Yeah, please. <laughs> if someone else wants it. to make it happen, I'll listen just out of morbid curiosity, but I can't support you. You say until like three episodes in, you're like, this is the best. I want to put in pop shirt, put in pop hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I mean, if it was good. Wow, we did it. That's the end of the show. It might have seemed like it should have kept going, but uh, we we thought we'd just cut it right here. We want to leave you wanting more, everyone. That's what we're all about here at OK Ringo. And if you want more, you can always find all of our shows, podcasts, future announcements, all of the OK Ringo stuff at OKRingo.com. That's right. Ed figured out how to buy a domain, and that's why we have a website, everyone. You can also find us on social media if the traditional internet isn't your thing. Uh, I am available on Instagram at Harrison Gramsia. And I'm available on all social media platforms at Not Made for TV. Yeah, go ahead, comment on our stuff, like our cat, dog pictures, whatever you want. Also, go ahead, like and subscribe to the podcast if you've not yet done so. But even more importantly than actually putting your thoughts down in a comment, share it with a friend, everyone. Sharing is caring. And remember... Fuck, what was I supposed to remember? Dude, we've been over this. We actually rehearsed this before we recorded it. All right, fine. We're going to have to do another take. Jesus.